podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Q&A Game 24 uh, stream. I'm going to turn off the background. Uh, I'm El Fozzy, Chris James. Um, not as, uh, as you can tell, by my slightly grey hair. Very, very similar gentleman. Uh, I'm like as in, as in 10 or 20 years, he doesn't live very well. Um, and I'm uh, with, with the Q&A as always, um, and providing... The FPL insight really is Sam of FPL Family. How are you, Sam? I'm good, Chris. How are you doing? I'm not bad, actually. I'm not bad. I'm, I haven't got COVID, so anybody out there, keep your distance. I, I do have COVID. Um, coming to the last days of it, I, it doesn't really seem to have slowed me down, so touch wood. Um, hello, Nuclear Atoms, first in. Hello. Um, we're going to do our QA. I don't usually do this, so if I get it all wrong, um, please <laughs> bear with me. It's almost inevitable that I will get it all wrong. Um, but I'm gonna gonna launch into our discussion. We've got plenty to discuss. We'll obviously be taking your questions as well. We're, gonna, we're probably gonna kick off with a few of the hot topics because it's been quite a it's been quite a quite a week, hasn't it? Quite a week in in, in FPL, hasn't it? There's been things going on. Yeah, busy week, hasn't it? Transfer deadline day, double game week announcements. Still got game week going on. Hope we get an Everton walk through the new signings and how they might influence the game. Oh, we will. You, work, you might well be very lucky. <laughs> now. Walk through might be a little bit. Uh, might be a little bit much, but we will definitely have a look at some Everton signings. Um, as an Everton fan, I'm kind of interested in that. Um, I'm kind of hoping, as an Everton fan and someone that stocks up on Everton players, I'll talk about in a minute. Um, I am someone that is kind of uh, kind of keen to see how uh, to see how that all, all breaks down, how how Fat Frank does. So before I'm going to segue into the other window, and before we we launch in, uh, and we'll come to your team in a minute, but before I do that. I am now going to quickly uh, quickly talk us through slightly too slight. Uh, so rare, um, who are our partners of uh, this stream and uh, partners of Valentine's Football Scout uh, generally. Um, it's so rare is a free if you haven't played before. It's a f- totally free fantasy. The so rare academy is a totally free fantasy game uh, which we've created in association with so rare, where you basically get to pick five players each game week, and um, the next deadline you can see is 11th of February, and you get to win prizes, uh, and the prizes happen to be uh, so rare cards. So it's really easy. As you can see, I've got the up there. You just pick your pick your players. There's some data about um, about Hakimi there. You add them in, and you get to pick from all across Europe. So it's not just it's not just some Premier League players in there, but it's from all leagues across Europe: uh, Italy, Germany, Spain, and I think in, international beyond that as well. Um, yeah, and each week, even though it's totally free to play, we give away um, a couple of cards i think it's up to five cards each week depends on, on on the week um which have real value and then you can go in and use them or trade them in the full so rare game you don't have to play the full so rare game uh you go into this is a, this is all a new uh just kind of an interface on top of it but it's really easy to uh to use have you played so rare at all sam no i haven't Come must on, be it's sam. probably get with the probably something like Good. I'm too busy worrying about Dominic Calvert-Lewin every five minutes. That's the problem. See, Whether see, he's fit or not. I see what you're saying there. I see what you're saying there. So um, anyway, that's so rare. Um, there's more details about it in the, in the link below. The so rare academy. There's loads of stuff on the site. So go and check that out and, and have a have a mess around. It's really simple to do and yeah, it's it's quite fun. It's just it's another thing to do once you've got your FPL team sorted out. Um, talking of which, talking of FPL teams, let's have a look at where we are so far this week then. So, this is your team, Sam. Um, mm. you, the game week obviously hasn't over, isn't over yet, which is the, it's the insane game week. The game week that keeps on giving, or in my case, not. But you still have, you have a player to play. You've got that uh, the king. I've got king as captain, yeah. Captain king this week. So, I mean, hopefully he can get me back in the top 100k. If he does anything, there's a good chance because his actual ownership isn't isn't that great. And... With Dennis now not able to play, obviously that's... Is Dennis not playing? I, I missed that. That's a shame. Sorry about that, Chris. Um, <laughs> it's it's tough for it's tough for Dennis owners to be honest. And and actually, if I didn't, if I hadn't already invested in King, I would have bought in Dennis this week, hundred percent. So I kind of feel like I've dodged a massive FPL bullet. But if if King can do something this week, then there's a good chance of, of an, a really nice green arrow. I had a little one already, so it'd be so nice to have a big one. So just for the sake people of the podcast, because we, are, we do podcast, that, podcast this out, um, just quickly walk through the team you've got, at, or you've got still alive in this game week, uh, if you if you would be so 
Yeah, so the, most of them haven't actually done very well this week, as per the rest of the world and their FPL teams to speak. But returns for Ramsdale and Rudiger, so that was positive. Um, next, then, Alexander Arnold and Cancelo, nothing for them this week. Owen, Jota returning, something which was nice. Rafina, Bernardo, um, and then up top, Ronaldo, Captain King, and then Dominic Calvert-Lewin, the most injury-prone player ever to grace my FPL team. But you've got 37 points, plus yes. captain still to play in a, in a, in a favourable fixture. So that's pretty good. I think their average this week is 30 and yeah. uh, you're on 37. So got to be pretty happy with that, you'd think. Yeah, um, I take it. My, let's look at the slightly the tale of woe that is, uh, that is my team, which has 22 points all out and has the lovely, <laughs> lovely captain, uh, Captain Dennis there. You're laughing even looking at it, which is what, oh, I, Chris. Is what, I, what I find. I, I find that slightly... Uh, Slightly disconcerting that you don't find my team uh, that great. It's been. It's. I'm going to talk a little bit about my tale of woe because it's. It's relevant to. It's relevant to the thing. Can people hear me? By the way, I did move my. Um, I did move my mic a little bit nearer. Sorry. I'm as you know. I'm not the regular podcaster. So, and my son also uses his computer. So he kind of reorganises everything. So I brought. It, I brought it closer to me. But yeah, going through my team. Um, I've got De Gea, who's done all right. Uh, Emerson Real didn't even play. Uh. TAA, two points, Cancelo, nothing, Gray, Ma- Gray, come back again, Madison, Bowen, Jota, we've got anything, Calvert-Lewin as well, got one point, mm. uh, Kane, nothing, and Dennis, who brought me minus two as a captain, which uh, is obviously a tale of woe for a lot of people. It's absolutely, um, absolutely uh, disastrous. I, I thought, my, my, my form has been pretty terrible of late, and I thought it couldn't get any worse, but it has! So thank you, FPL, for... <laughs> For that gift that keeps on giving. Um, yeah, I mean, my team. I, I I was I was actually around the top four k at the start of uh, December, and then I was each week I was getting small red arrows. I didn't have quite a team I wanted, mm. uh, and I was getting more and more annoyed each week. And then I, I made. I think I basically, I basically came into every COVID. I called every COVID situation wrong. Like I do the transfer of the one player. It was definitely the match wasn't gonna get called off early. Three times in a row, every time I picked the wrong choice there. Uh, and then obviously you have some bad luck like Dennis and, and just some bad decisions. And all that led to me making a bit of a knee-jerk, a knee-jerk wild card, which it's so insane. I, so, I promised myself I wouldn't do this anymore early in the, uh, early in the, straight at the start of, uh, of January. And I went with a, a crazy strategy, which was to go Everton. I'm a Everton fan. We had been, we had an okay first team. But we'd have all been out with injury. We had some great fixes come up with what I thought was at least one double, possibly a double-double. Good time to go in there, get ahead of the game, get in early. Other people were talking, but a few Everton players. Let's go in, three Everton players. Obviously, not only did they continue to be awful, um, when, despite our players returning, um, but then they didn't get the doubles because of various games called, uh, called off. And generally, it's been a disastrous decision for me. So now... One of the talking points I want to get onto, and we'll come on to this in a second, is Everton. So, I've got three Everton players there. I won't keep um, uh, Takore. That was kind of a, that was a, a, a rash punt, and it'll go at some point. You've got Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Mm. Everton have not terrible fixtures um, ahead. Still, they've got, they've got Newcastle, Leeds, and Southampton next three before they get City and Spurs. So those are decent fixtures. They've got a brand new manager. Mm-hmm. A couple of new players. You've got De- Deli Ali van der Beek. Um, obviously, Algazi as well came before, isn't played, as well as the, the right the fullbacks. What's your thoughts before I tell you what I think about Everton? Oh, well, Dominic Havert Lewin was supposed to be this brilliant pick that I made a few weeks ago, and I. It just all went wrong, didn't it? Like it's been, it's been a tale of woe, as you say. And and I think for me, with him now, I'm gonna be keeping a close eye on what Lampard's got to say after the FA Cup. If he's obviously not going to play at the weekend, will he play midweek? Let's see how bad the injury is and what what Lampard has got to say for himself. It feels weird calling Lampard Everton's manager still at the moment, but I do think he could be a decent decent option. I think he got the best out of Tammy Abraham in that season, the first season he was manager at Chelsea. Dominic Calvert Lewin could he could he have the same impact on him? Yeah, I think he absolutely could. Deli Ali is absolutely the sort of player that needs somebody who will kind of take him under his wing and, and show him the way and, and get him back to loving the game again. Could Frank Lampard be that? Yeah, I think he could. I mean, he's one of the best midfielders we ever had in the game. So could he turn Dele Alli's career back around again? Yeah, absolutely. The question for me is how quickly 
will this all happen? It's There's a lot of new players arriving at Everton. There's a lot of injuries to key players there. If Dominic Calvert-Lewin is fit and available for game week 24, then I think you're going to want to hold him. If Dominic Calvert-Lewin isn't available for game week 24, then I think you have to have a conversation that says, well, am I going to hold him with no double coming up in 25 yeah. or 26? It's a, it's a big one, isn't it? Especially when you've yeah. got to make money. He's quite an expense. He's like a mid-price forward now. He's not one of your cheapies, yeah. makeups, your broyers or your Dennis, your kings. Um, just on Deli Alley, like, obviously we've, spent either nothing or 40 million depending on which newspaper you read uh, on him um he is obviously a very talented player in that mm-hmm. you know he was at england's national school and was incredible for spurs for a few years hasn't gone with the managers i'm quite excited about him i thought it was a good signing i think the everton fans who are usually quite dour about everything seem relatively excited about him as well um and i think there's big potential and i think he needs a manager that's going to believe in him i think i think frank is going to be probably very different to some of the managers he's had before because he's more of a kind of not quite a peer but he's been around in a similar time of it's i, I feel he's even a better chance so i think i think deli ali is really interesting punt at 6.2 but at 6.2 is deli ali more exciting to look at than gray at five and a half you know um gordon at four and a half who's actually been probably the the top point scorer recently in terms yeah. of the everton uh midfield when he when he plays obviously every, every week or Van der Beek is coming at 5.7. If you were going to pick a... Or Al Ghazi at 5.6. I mean, there's so many of these midfielders. Um, Decoury is out again, so he's not an option. But who would you... Given the choice between Gray, Townsend, again, 5.2, Gordon, Delhi, Al Ghazi and Van der Beek, and I'm not going to include Awobi there. I know you're a big fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, that, with those players, who, who would you be putting your money on? I, I know a lot of people have gone Gray, so would you, would you consider, you know, you've already got, would you have an Everton, if you got rid of DCL, would you have an Everton, obviously depending on transfer stuff, would you, which Everton player would you have from the midfield? See, I think Deli Alley's got huge potential. I think he's got huge potential to be a really decent option again. But the trouble is I've thought this multiple times over the last couple of seasons. Every time he's had a new manager, I thought, you know, this is going to be the point where he kicks on his career. It gets restarted. We're obviously in a World Cup year now as well. So he's going to want to be kind of trying to put himself back in the England conversation. I would like to hope that the fresh start at Everton is exactly what he needed. He definitely gone stale at Spurs. He wasn't getting the game time. My concern with him moving forward into the next couple of game weeks at least is is he even match fit? He's not had any real game time. Yeah. He's got one goal in the last like 18 months and that was a penalty. So it's not exactly like he's been on great form when he has played. I think he's going to need time. And, and that's my issue with Everton is that you, you're going to need to give these new boys time to bed in and get used to playing under a new system. Even the players that were there already, it's going to be fundamentally different playing under Lampard to what it was playing under Benitez. So it's probably not going to be a, an automatic bounce straight away. I mean, thankfully, there's an FA Cup game at the weekend. So it gives us a good opportunity to watch Everton and see how they are yeah. under Lampard. Annoyingly, um, though, that's not going to have any of the new guys in it. We're certainly not going to have Van Der Beek or, or Deli Alli in because they're cap tied. Um, I think Al Ghazi is as well. So, and Dominic Cavett-Lewin's been ruled out of that. Injured, I, yeah. I, I don't know 100%, but I, I suspect the chances of Dominic Cabot-Lewin starting next Tuesday are not high, um, mm. which obviously is a challenge for you and a challenge for me as well. Because, you, you know, you think Frank Lampard's first game away at Newcastle, although they've had some good signings, I mean, that would be a, a game you want him in, right? That's the game you, that's the sort of game you bought him for, you know? So Absolutely. It's very hard decision. I, I, I sense I might have to, in that I've got other Everton cover, and you've got other Everton cover, right? <laughs> I sense that I might... I might actually be getting rid of him this week, um, which I don't really want to. But just if I make the other moves I want to set myself up for, which will come and talk to me in a minute about for the doubles coming up, then I might. I, I need to make money somewhere. I need to make some some space somewhere. I'll also, make sure I've got money for Salah as well. So mm. I suspect I will get rid of DCL, but I will keep Gray. Um, I'll get rid of Decorey, and I'll, I'll keep Gray because I I do think I think Frank will. St- I've got a feeling that Frank will start well. I've just got a feeling this the players aren't terrible at Everton and we you know we I think we can score goals and I think if he plays if he gets the squad together again it would be quite low. I, I feel we can we can we can come out of the traps and surprise a few people. So mm. I think having an Everton player is not bad. 
Dominic Calvert would be brilliant if he was definitely going to play, but I, 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 it's not clear that he's going to start um, against Newcastle. We'll obviously see what Neil does with his team news. Um, enough Everton uh, there, I think, because um, uh, I'm sure I've a few people bought boards about Everton. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I, I don't get to talk about Everton. It's one thing, like I've got Everton. You had your moment now, haven't you? You've got to talk about Everton. Uh, I won't talk about it, do you? But I, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think it's definitely much more one to watch under Frank. Let's let's talk about other other news that's happening. So obviously, um, been a big big week of news. Apart from that, we've obviously had the doubles uh, dropping the last couple of days. We've obviously knew beforehand it was going to be a double for United in twenty five, and now we've had the doubles for for Liverpool, Arsenal, etc. in um, in twenty uh, twenty six. So let me just let me just if I can switch that to that and get rid of my uh, team. Is that going to appear? Oh, it's not going to appear, is it? That's, oh, hang on. Is my screen appearing? As if by magic. There it goes. Um, so so that's 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 the fixture ticker at the moment. So it's exciting, isn't it? Like, if the, I think combined with the fact those games are more likely to go ahead now that the, the Premier League have changed, changed their COVID call-off rulings a little bit, this is a really exciting but also slightly terrifying um line of fixes what are you most excited about what what intrigues you about what's happening in 25 and 26 well I mean I think for me it's just a really interesting time isn't it it's going to be a real pivot point in the FPL season because we've got blank game weeks followed by double game weeks followed by blank game weeks we've got multiple big teams in the double game week so when we look at players like Liverpool and, and Arsenal they've got a fantastic set of double game week fixtures where you would definitely want to be investing probably three of each but then at that point afterwards, you then go straight into a blank for both of them in, in 27 because of the Carabao Cup final. So you have to just carefully manage. And I think it's all going to be about chip strategy and how you deploy your chips over the next few weeks. For managers that have got their all of their chips intact, it's going to be a really nice, nice decision to be made in terms of which ones you deploy where. For those that have already used some of your chips, it's kind of a case of thinking through, well, do I want to use them all at this point there's still 14 games left to be rescheduled and those 14 games that have got to be rescheduled you know they could potentially give us some just as nice game weeks going forward so I think for me right now I'm looking at targeting game week 26 and having as many double game weekers in there as possible because there's plenty of others that will play in 27 and won't cause me a headache the following week so that's what I'm gonna kind of try and do it will mean a wild card probably in game week 25 so, so that I can then... Let's look at let's look look one by one. Obviously, this week's some interesting fixes, but let's look at 25 and 26. 25, United, Southampton home, uh, and then and, and Brighton home also. Do are you how are you fix what are you thinking for United coverage in that in that match? I mean, I've still got Ronaldo, who I feel like You're gonna hold mostly life... for this, right? Yeah, I mean, the original plan wasn't to. The original plan was to downgrade him, take a little bit of money out um, and use that to help reinvest across the rest of my team. I've already got the money for Salah in the bank, so I wasn't too worried about that. But I wanted to spend... I didn't want to have those two massive premium assets. I wanted some reinvestment elsewhere. But with the double game week announcement, I can't sell Ronaldo ahead of a double game week in, in 25. So he'll stay now. And then the question is, do I want to go... Do I want to invest more in Manchester United at the moment? And... I don't know. I'm not. I'm not overly keen to to double up on United. Yeah, I mean, I think I've got I've got De Gea, um, and I'm I'm considering either Fernandez or, or, or Ronaldo. I was looking around, sniffing around Darlow as well. I, I kind of almost think, like defensively, I know neither side's predictable, but I, I kind of for some reason I, I have. I think Brighton game's gonna be super tight. I could see that being yeah. nil nil. South. I, I could see them doing all right defensively. I I don't. You don't look at United, United at the moment and see them scoring three or four goals, do you? It, it, not easily, anyway. No, it's not, it's no, not the way it's been. He's been going. I think Rangnick's obviously bringing things together. He's he's he's, he's building, um, he's, he's building the team more and more in his, his image. Although it, there is still a massive problem that they all know he's not going to be there managing the next. Which is, I get why they've had to do it, but I kind of, it's not ideal, right? Because they, they don't know if he's going to be there. So, I yeah. think you've got to. I think I'll, I'll double it one way or another United, but I say it will be one on defence, and then I'm considering either Fernandez or, or going from Kane to, to Ronaldo up front. That said, moving on to 26, obviously, let's start with, with, with Liverpool and obviously the returning 
Salah and Di Mane. Um, are you are you bringing in Salah this week, or are you going to hold that to twenty six? What's your thinking? If you wildcard, I guess you're bringing him in, right? Well, as soon as I wildcard, he'll come in. There is there is a possibility that I wildcard this weekend, depending upon what happens with injuries and search forth over the FA Cup uh, weekend. If that happens, Salah will come straight back in. If if I wait until twenty five, Salah will come in. Then I won't bring Salah in as a free transfer this week because one, I, I've got I want to do Rudiger out this week for yeah. for Luca Dean. So if I did the Salah thing, it would be for a minus four. I'm also not a hundred percent convinced on how much game time he's going to get. Obviously, Salah and Mane playing each other in Afcon final on Sunday now. That's amazing. Whoever, isn't it? That's really exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. It's not great. It'll if be you brilliant. Either them the next week, but it's it's uh, they played yeah. a lot of minutes as well. Like Salah's had. Salah's uh, paid a fortune worth of minutes, time, hasn't he? Right? And, yeah, yeah. you know, it's all very well saying he's match fit and he's, he's got continuous game time, but, you know, there's the flights involved as well. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, he's going to come... see him being playing that full game against Leicester, I think. I, 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 I agree. I mean, Klopp came out this morning and spoke about how the winner will come home on Tuesday, the runner-up will come home on Monday. Yeah. The game is on Thursday night. So whichever one of them wins it, you would have thought, is unlikely to get a full set. And I don't mean, I think even with the runner-up, by the time they've flown back into the country, are, are they likely to get 90 minutes in that game? And and if Salah's not going to play for the whole match, then do I... It's a risk, right? It's definitely a risk going without him for 24. But unless I wildcard this weekend, I won't have him. But he will come straight back in for me as soon as as soon as soon is possible after yeah. that, be on 25 on the wildcard. And I'll obviously hold Ronaldo through that wildcard, knowing that then I can swap him out in game week 26 for another doubling forward as my free transfer that week so and then obviously 26 as we were talking about Liverpool so the Salah triple captain is, a, is a, the much the, the most discussed thing at the moment I mean, I mean chip strategy is, is going all over the place at the moment the, 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 it, it seems like an absolute no brainer right home to Norwich home to Leeds like is there any other argument I, I guess if you're playing a free hit that week obviously you can't do the triple captain but that seems to be, you're not going to get, unless we're getting a treble game week or something, you're not going to get a better opportunity than Salah against those two defences. Or do you think otherwise? Um, no, I tend to agree with you in terms of the fixtures. I have a couple of concerns about it. One of them is the proximity of that second game to the League Cup final. Right. Obviously, they're going to want to win the League Cup final. It's against Chelsea. They're going to have to go full strength in that game to win it. With the arrival of Diaz alongside now Firmino yeah. being fit. Do they need to risk Mane and Salah and Jota in two games in that week against Norwich and Leeds? There could, there could be some rotation. There could be some rotation yeah. around that. Is the only concern I have about that. The other thing is that if I'm going to wildcard, which I think I am in game week 25, it would set up my team for a beautiful bench boost in game week 26. So the question then comes is which chip is more valuable? Now, I think... The world and its wife across the community will triple captain Salah yeah. in game week 26, which basically means that that chip is being played as a bit of a safety net yeah, exactly. rather than... I mean, the EO, the EO of, that, of Salah is going to be terrifying. I mean, that's going to be the biggest yeah. EO of any player ever. Yeah, live FPL will go through the roof. Yeah. like Because the EO is going to be like a million or something ridiculous. But it'll be yeah. over 200, but won't yeah, it? It'll be, like, <laughs> it'll be very, very high. And, and, and I think I want to use my triple captain to really attack the game and to try to get as much boost in overall rank as possible out of it. So part of me wonders whether actually playing it at that moment, I'm more shielding than I am attacking. Um, whereas if I look at my team with the players that I would be looking to target across that double game week, that would give me a real, real problems with benching because I'd have single game weekers. I'd still want to play because they've got nice fixtures plus multiple double game weekers. Yeah. So the bench boost actually could potentially return me more points there especially as at the moment I have two I have two playing goalkeepers right now and I don't want to have two playing goalkeepers moving forward. So at that stage, I could, you know, then start to move the cash around and, and strengthen my starting 11 after that by having already bench boosted, knowing that the likes of Salah's got other games to be rearranged, Kane's got games to be rearranged. There will be other opportunities for the triple captain. There will be other opportunities. I, I, I guess it's 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 a combination of, of fixtures and and. It's it's so unpredictable this year, as you as you as you rightly say. Even we kind of scroll up here. There's still another. There's a there's a there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's an article, standing article um, called blanks and doubles on the site, and 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 that we keep that updated every time we got information on there. Mm. And if we look, scroll down. Where is it? Where's this list here? 
there's a list somewhere which I'm, I'm manfully struggling to find. I think it's because I put that across the screen. Uh, that's why. Um, but there is a list somewhere of how many people, how many games people have got left. And I think, um, I think, yeah, I think there's four. Leicester have got four games still to arrange. Arsenal and Everton will have three. There's multiple teams still with two games. There's still, like you say, a lot of football to be rearranged. So there yeah. could be many more. You know, there's going to be more doubles. Obviously, I don't think we're going to need a. Uh, we're not going to need a. A treble. I, I I don't think that's going to happen. Everybody wants that. That's the. That's the kind of the unicorn, right? The travel game week. Um, I mean, it also depends what happens with Leicester, right? If they progress in um, yeah. the conference, then they've got, what, three possible slots for games to be rearranged yeah, in? And... They've been a lot of, under a lot of pressure. People will be very busy. They're, uh, yeah, Madison Triple Captain could be incoming if he ends up with the triple game week. So, you know, I think, I think there are... Look, I think for me, the triple game week chip, yes, on paper, this is the perfect moment for Salah. Um, but I don't think it's necessary. And, and I noticed the guys in the chat, Nick, is saying about how it's essential to use your bench boost ASAP. And I think that's true. After you've wildcarded, if you're going to wildcard, using yeah, the bench boost straight well, away, yeah, yeah. it makes perfect sense because you're bench boosting for a team that is is set up well for those weeks that immediately follow. And particularly if I'm doing it to set up for 26, which is a double, in in my team, I think the, the bench boost might just be the more sensible choice. Okay. We're going to keep chatting, but do get your questions in. We are here to answer questions um, for your questions. This is the Q&A. It's what it's for. Uh, not just talk about Everton, which I, I don't know <laughs> else we'll talk about anymore, or, or, or Liverpool, indeed. Um, so looking at other, other players in 26, so you're looking at potential wildcard in 25, um, leading in 26. So who, who else are you, you eyeing? Obviously, Arsenal have got very attractive fixtures then, but they have the blank. Uh, you know coming up so obviously back before and, and after which kind of makes that problematic if you it's a great time to free hit into Arsenal because you can you know sh sh um, sort of move them out afterwards also I'm not personally convinced that Wolves is a great fixture for anybody right now they're just so good defensively I don't think that's a that's a game that, that, that people are going to get in large points from Brentford maybe um who else are you looking at in the in the in, in the in the twenty six then apart from the Liverpool assets? What about what about oh, Spurs? What about you like Spurs? What about Spurs, what about, Chris? I'm what about Spurs? Side at the moment, you haven't. Yeah, but, um... no, I haven't. I haven't. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I will be looking at Spurs, not because I think it's the nicest double game week in the world, because anybody's double game week that contains Manchester City is never feeling like it's a, a double game week that's really that that promising um but it's Burnley after that so there is potential in that in that week now I guess the question is how do you want to set, set your team up moving forward so the easy option for me is to go Ronaldo to Kane at the end of double game week 25 um freeing up that money to kind of bring him in the the option that I would really like is to have Son instead I think he will be a really nice option moving forward. So he's, if I was going to go Spurs, which I obviously will on a wild card, there'll be a Spurs player that, that makes an appearance. And Sun would be the, the, the one that I mean, I would pick. They've got some good fixtures now and coming up. I mean, that's the problem with me looking at, at Ronaldo possibly or, or, or assets for, for United. I, I don't necessarily want to get rid of, I'm not really going to get rid of Kane against Southampton. City obviously is a different proposition and Burnley you never know but um, but yeah after that Leicester at least rather and, and Everton that's some, some interesting fixtures for Spurs what about what about Watford are you holding on to, to King <laughs> to get you a, a hat trick or something annoying uh, in the uh... <laughs> Like what do you mean to Dennis? He seems to be in form at the moment. Uh, so I actually might take a little look at um, Veghast, I think he pronounced it, Veghast, uh, the new Burnley forward, um, as an opportunity to invest in the double game weaker in that forward slot because Josh King has been decent enough, but then he does have a double game week. It's not the most attractive double game week on paper against um, Aston Villa and Palace moving forward. So I just think you have to kind of assess where we're going. We're going to see what we say. Um, we're going to see what we see from Watford this weekend in that second part of game week 23 under Hodgson. I suspect that they'll become... For, we're all hoping for a red card for, for King, aren't we? We're hoping we aren't. No, we're hoping for a hat-trick. <laughs> but the reality is that I think Hodgson will focus more... He will, he will go there to set up defensively. He will have his blocks of four. It will be two forwards. Long term, it remains to be seen who are the forwards that he chooses. I don't think Josh King is is that great an option moving forward after this game week. He was great 
because he didn't get sent off so far in game week 23, but he's not been exactly setting the world on fire. So he's a player I'm happy to lose. I think if Brozier had had a double game week, he would have been the perfect option to go to because he's playing incredibly well for Southampton. There are a few in there. There's Edouard at Palace. I know that there's some risk of rotation with the guys coming back from AFCON. Um, however, I, I think he still makes a really attractive option moving forward as well. Yeah. Sorry. Am I still quiet? I'm... The one thing people say about me in life is not... You're never it's, it's quiet. It's very rarely that they say he's a bit quiet. I've got I've got my fancy mic here, which my son did drop. So it... Is it broken? It's entirely... Can you hear me? Can you hear me at the back? Uh, can you hear me in the cheap seats? Um, let's have a look at a couple, got a couple of sort of thoughts and questions coming in. Uh, I, I do like the remark about um, how Everton replaced uh, Dina with Ashley Cole. That's good. It's very funny. That's very good, yes. Uh, shame about Ingenia. Um So we've got a question here from Tech XEO. Uh, my, my bench for game week 26 will likely be uh, Cucurella, Foden, Livermento, and either uh, De Gea or Foster. Is it worth playing bench boost over triple captain in 26? You were talking about playing bench boost, getting it out of the way. It's one of those troublesome chips, isn't it? I know FPL Pig got, he played it with me, he got like four points or something off it. And he was, yeah. I See, I think, in, song about it, but it wasn't I think in, in that case, that bench, there's not, I mean, there's Foden, who you wouldn't ideally want to bench Foden, would you? And there's no double game week is there. So it's not like, you know, you're not benching. So you're bent, you'd be playing, it would be Foden against Spurs. Mm. He's, got, he's, got, he's got De Gea and Foster, so he's getting Watford and United so keepers. You, yeah, so you'd potentially you'd play Foster because he's got the double. That would mean benching De Gea against Leeds. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, Leeds. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking. Cucurella, Brighton have got Burnley. I mean, they could and should probably be some clean sheets there. And and Southampton have got Everton. So I don't, I don't think I'd bench boost that. No. I don't think there's enough I, I, points I, I, in I that. I, I don't think that's. I don't think that's. It's not. It's not a rubbish idea. And and you never know. Bench boost is one of those annoying chips could go the way, but. It's. I, I you, don't you, think that's. That's not one that's going. Yes, do it. It's not an, yeah. an automatic one. You you want to wild card and then bench boost as quickly as possible afterwards because then your wild card team you're setting them up so you've got a really great squad and then over the few weeks that follow post the bench boost chip you can take some money out of that defend that bench. Yeah. Have the cheap options on there, the ones that you know like Brandon Williams at Norwich, perfect. You know he's going to play three point nine, ideal. But you. You probably don't want him there as part of your bench boost. You just swap him out once you've played that chip. So I think for me, the only reason I would look to bench boost in 26 is if I have just played my wild card in 25. If you, you haven't you want, just you played want, your you wild want, card... If you're playing a bench boost, you want to be well stocked on 26. You'd like yeah. to fill your well stock with double, yes. double game weekers, wouldn't you? Yeah. There? Otherwise, just triple captain, Salah. That's I mean, the if, obvious if you thing do to that, do. You could wild card in and you could get Arsenal players and on the basis that you're leaving. If you get a couple of Arsenal players, you leave them on the... Happy to leave them on the bench for twenty-seven, or you know, when they when they've got a blank. Yeah, no, I, I, so we're saying probably not for that. Uh, another question here um, from Sheila um, is: I'm not going to attempt the second name. Is Dennis to Edward worth a hit? Don't want double Watford attack anymore. I can understand the frustration of Watford attack of any kind um, at the moment, especially as a Dennis owner. I owned Dennis when he was great, and no one else had him. And then I got rid of him in my rubbish. Yeah, you went early on Dennis, didn't you? I brought him back for the disastrous form uh, (laughs) I've got now. But um, what do you think, Uh, Dennis Edward? I think Dennis is, I think Dennis is obviously, I think is a better of the two strikers potentially. But clearly, he's out of sorts over that decision about Afcon. That that can't be a that can't be just uh, you know it it can't be accidental. He's he's kind of his form just dies straight after he's trying to go and play for Nigeria. So. I wonder under a new manager, maybe Slate's clean, maybe he comes back into it. I don't know. I I, I think given given what for his fixtures, they've got Brighton, they've got Villa Palace. What's Palace's fixtures looking like? I mean, Palace, I mean, if you're going to go, I suppose if you are going to go to Edward, Norwich and Brentford, and then a double with Watford is maybe not a terrible place to go. What do you think about Edward? I mean, I really like him. I think he's a fantastic player. I think he's much more exciting than Dennis. He's playing in a better team, um, a more attacking team a team that arguably, well, they will, I think, score more goals between now and the end of the season. So that is the sort of team you'd want to be invested in. would rather have a Palace asset than I would a Watford one right now. I do have some niggly concerns about 
the returning players, about, you know, getting people back from injury. I think, I don't know. I think for me, given that Dennis also doubles in 26, I don't think I would be prioritising changing him right now. I think I would be looking at changing other players to give me more double game week players rather than swapping one double game week player for another one. Yeah, fair enough. No, fair enough. Good, good, good answer. I mean, I, I think I do, I do like Adwell as well. I think I think Palace. I had Gallagher for uh, was one of, the, one of my reasons for early season success, and he's someone I'd want to get back on. Um, if I had a wild card left, as I don't, as I've <laughs> well and truly wasted it, as the book says. Uh, I, 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 it's probably not be the top priority, but it's definitely something I'm looking at. Um, I got another question. Uh, well, there's a challenge for you here, Sam. No, um, if it's the one about pronouncing yeah, stuff, no, no, go for I, it. I think it's. No, I think we should both go. We could go one right. each, right? It's it's definitely it's Veghorst, I think, because we were talking Is about it? this at the FPL show yesterday. Right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Veghorst. I think. Veghorst. Oh, I don't know. Veghorst. Um, we just say Bruno, won't we, for the other one? It's just Bruno, Bruno number two. Gomez. 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 Gamara. Gamar, I don't know. It's probably not. It's Marash. Because it's, it's, it's the A-E that you say it differently. You've obviously got new Spurs players, so that'll be the easiest one for you to be able to pronounce because you've obviously you've got new It's Kulu. <laughs> That's yeah. what Spurs call him. It's a problem solved. Um, okay, you a couple of questions <laughs> coming in. Thank you, Nuclear. So that was generally funny. Um, um, I'm terrible with pronunciation of their name. Newcastle assets you'd recommend, says John yes. Cahill. Well, yes. that's, that's, we haven't talked about Newcastle. We talked about Everton a lot because I care about that. Newcastle, not so much. But they, I thought they bought really well. I mean, I think Burn was a hell of a signing, actually, probably one of the most important of their, their Do you know what? Window. Surprisingly, I am quite up for investing in Newcastle at the okay. moment. Uh, I know that, that that sounds a ridiculous thing to say. But actually, they they have signed really well, and now I don't think it's the forward players, weirdly. Um, and and so for me, it'll be it would be trippier that I would be looking to invest in. I yeah. think you know when you look at what they've done defensively, they have been, I mean, they've been awful. Let's let's not beat around the bush. They've been awful defensively this season, like truly terrible. But they've realised that, and they've signed a fantastic player in Matt Target. I, I think he was really unlucky to lose a spot. Aston Villa, yeah, I think target, he's target, they've got a defence now, haven't they? They have. They've gone from having all over the shop to actually having a defence. Absolutely. You know, they've got Dan Byrne and Lascelles, who will be a good, strong partnership in the, yeah, Lascelles, in the middle. Lascelles was actually uh, been quite hard done by. He was a, he was a, de- he was a, he's a decent... He's a good player. option. And I think, you know, with Target and Trippier, they're, they're going to have two attacking, um, attacking players hmm. who can offer with Dan Byrne and Lascelles will get hopefully some more clean sheets and some um, some defensive solidity. I mean, Trippi has already returned a clean sheet and a bonus point in the last game week. He, you know, when you look back at his underlying stats from his time at Spurs, uh, he did, he made 107 appearances for Spurs in that time, two goals, 22 assists, 33 clean sheets. He got 11 double digit holes, 55 bonus points. Like, there was a lot of things to like about Trippier. Now, yeah. the thing I like about him at Newcastle isn't necessarily the clean sheet potential because I don't think that they will keep that many clean sheets. Eddie Howe doesn't keep that many clean sheets. But what he does offer is attacking threat. And yeah. Newcastle have to score goals if they're going to stay in the Premier League. And I think Trippier will be a big part of that attacking okay. So you go Trippier over target. So Trippier's yeah, five, target's 4.7. Yeah, it's worth the point three extra, I think. You think so? Yeah, but yeah. both are viable options. Like you say, I, I, the, the problem with, as you say, quite correctly, the problem with Newcastle having good defenders is that Howe has not got a great track record of being a defensive coach, right? He's at Bournemouth. It's more score more than the opposition, right? It's more that kind of. And I, I think so. Even though he's got decent defensive players, he's probably more mm. prone to go forward. So yeah, target or 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 as you say Trippier are the the, the options there. Um, Let's see what else we've got. Sorry, I've got these questions coming suddenly. Can we create a wildcard draft, please? Probably not. That's probably a load of work. Um, there's um, um, there's a few. Uh, there's an article on wildcard drafts over on Fantasy Football Community. Can have a look at that. Wildcard draft. There you go. We can we can share that. I, I might go and find that in a minute for you and post it on the screen. Um, is a bench boost? Is this oh, for different? It's the same one though. For a bench boost for De Gea, Dina, Cancelo, and Foden, good for game week twenty six. Seems a kind of similar. I mean, that's good players there, but like seems like a kind of a good. Similar question. Well, Villa have got Watford, so Dina. You'd want to play Dina against Watford. Yeah, I'd want that. Who were the other one? Cancelo and Foden against both. I guess so have, See, but the, the question with these, the thing with these bench boost questions is, it's going to be who have you got in your squad? Like, 
knowing the bench is great, but then it's mm. who you've actually got. I'm assuming you've got a load of you're planning a load of double game week players in the you know in the main team, and then that's your 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 boot your your bench. I mean, yeah, it's not that's probably better than the previous one. You're going, you know, yeah. you've got two two city. Yeah, I think it's still city, that's city closer. Is Spurs, isn't it? So that's probably not going to be a walkover, is it? So no, but they can score against Spurs. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what else have we got? Let's have a look. So we get, we'll get a few couple more questions. I don't know. I don't know how much time it is. Uh, we'll, we'll give it another sort of five ten minutes, and we'll probably push off. Let me go through here. There's a what, question about Watkins that I've now lost. Um, would you get rid of Watkins for Edward? That was we had an Edward session already. What about Watkins? Do we think surely Villa? Are, what what's the? Why would you get rid of of Villa players at the moment with their lineup? Leeds, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you. I don't think you would get rid of Watkins. Is is the honest truth? I think he. Yes, he hasn't exactly been setting the world on fire in terms of his FPL points, goal scored, that sort of thing. But you look at what Aston Villa have done over this window, with the signings of players like Dean and and Coutinho, and they have strengthened their attack, no end. Buendia is in the last three game weeks. I think has been better than I've seen him be in a very long time. So we're talking about an Aston Villa side that are really, they're getting going now under Gerard. And since game week 12, they when he arrived, they've been fantastic. So I would be looking to invest in Watkins rather than de-invest and, and appreciate that he doesn't have a double game week in game week 26. But that fixture against Watford is exactly the kind of single game week fixture that you don't want to avoid because you're doubling up on double game week players. Like there are always single game week players that massively outperform the double game with counterparts and, and I think Villa assets could be those players. So yeah, I wouldn't be taking him out at the moment. I, mean, yeah, I think I think I think Edward, I I I that's a bit too like for like me that that's that switch. Um like I think Watkins could easily come into form and as, as much as Edward's looking uh, good. The former Everton man Dino is better to have than any Villa attacker. Yeah, annoyingly that seems to be the case. I I, I think Dino is a, a, a Dino is a uh, is a great fullback. I was very happy when he came to us from Barcelona. There's a couple of players we got from Barcelona at the time, um, and yeah, and he, you know, he's, he's, he's it was a sort of international first choice fullback. To be fair, though, quite apart from whatever Benitez and Dina fell out over, his form over the last couple of seasons for Everton had mm. not been great. Um, so I'm not saying, you know, that was that was made down to bad management, but. That's that's that transfer was not quite as as insane as as maybe some people looked at and thought. Like Everton needs to bring some money in to cover the other signings. We've got we got to play into financial fair play. And actually, Dino hadn't really been sitting the world like now. Maybe under Lampard, he'd been renewed, refreshed, and he'd gone again. But if you look at his, I think in the last I looked at it for, uh, some stats for another article something I was looking at. I think something like eighteen months he'd only got or the last the last year he'd got like three assists. Um, you know, whereas when he first came in, he was he was banging assists, getting a couple of goals, and he he just hasn't been the same player. Obviously, mm. Everton haven't been great, you know, and that's that goes back about twenty years. But but um, but yeah, so I, I don't think that's a crazy crazy thing. Shit, okay, I'll go for a couple more questions. Uh, I, so can you hear me now? No one's complaining. I can't hear me. Um, best double week game defender outside of Liverpool and Spurs. Um, going back quickly to the blanks and doubles, that's quite handy. Got Arsenal. I think I've got Arsenal. Arsenal. Brentford and Wolves. Wolves aren't getting a lot of goals attack-wise. The likes of Tierney. I do. I, I do well with Tierney. I definitely think Tierney's a good shout. Um, yeah. Good one. Burnley. Do you think Burnley are going to turn around? Or is that just... Burnley have got a chance of a clean sheet against Brighton. I think that could be nil-nil. That's, that's that sort of game that you, they could be just... I mean, I don't expect Burnley to clean sheet against Spurs, but could you go with someone like Tarkowski and, and maybe get some attacking returns there as well, maybe? Um, so maybe Burnley as a as an option that you wouldn't necessarily want to play every week moving forward, but because they've got so many doubles to re, be rearranged, yeah. maybe going with a Burnley defender is not the end of the world. But I don't think they would be it's able not, to really massively target. I'm just, I'm just yeah. thinking that they, they seem to be putting a whipping boys. Very small but important point. I was talking about Gallagher earlier, which was raised in, the, in uh, helpfully raised by a couple of people in the chat. Is that Gallagher will be unable um, yes. to play against Chelsea in that double? So although. He can play against Norwich and Brentford, which are probably more favourable games than against Chelsea, to be honest. Um, in that double game at 26, he'll only have the game against Watford, potentially. Um, yeah. He won't be able to play against Chelsea, so good point. 
Um, okay, a couple more quick ones. Captain for Game Week 24, Cancelo, Bowen, or Edouard? There's a lot of Edouard love, isn't there? I mean, I There's a lot of Edouard love to say. I think I would go Bowen against well, against Watford of, of those picks. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty set on Bowen. I, I think I'm I'm pretty set on Bowen. I, I think you know Cancelo's always a solid option, but you know it's it's you've got to hope the way the form Bowen's in, you've got to hope he's going to do something against Watford. Although. We haven't talked about Watford at all, and not because. But what about Roy? I mean, he's quite good at, you know, tightening up at the back. You know, he's Crystal not Price, this quick, Chris. Not not in three days or however long it's been. Like I can't, I can't see how even Hodgson, who's good at defending, can turn that Watford defence around in the space of a week. Like I just, I think it's going to take longer to work that out. I mean, they've got to get. They've got they, the whole system's got to be changed. I think once they get Saar back, like obviously Saar came back during the African Cup of Nations, yeah. and now he's fit and available again. I think he could make a massive difference to them. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I don't think that Watford will be. Like, I'm not saying I think Watford will be terrible. I def, I definitely don't think that's the case. But I don't think you want to be investing right now. And I still think they will be a bit. I still think they will be susceptible, particularly to somebody like Bowen, who has been in such great form in 25 in 24. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. I'm, I, we've got loads of questions now. I'm going to try. I'm probably going to stop in four minutes because that's like 50 minutes on the top. So um, let's just get quick fire through these. Is we'll go with some yes nos. As a cheap defender, is Mitchell at Palace a good idea? Yeah, yeah that's all right. Fine. Um, would you captain Son against Southampton? Well, you would. Oh yeah, is, I would. Is good against the high <laughs> Great level, record. Yeah? He's got a brilliant record against them. Yeah, if you've got Son, I mean, like, yeah, I had Son at the, exactly the wrong time. One of my many bad decisions. Um, not to get some was, but was we you know he obviously got injured and the doubles. <laughs> the doubles evaporated that he was going to be anyway. Um, uh, isn't anyone else feeling like double game week twenty five is a big trap? Probably, probably, yeah. <laughs> it probably <laughs> will be. But I, the one thing I would say, I think, I think double twenty five is a trap. A trap, but hopefully those doubles will go ahead. It, it feels more likely now. You, you get a bit of a sense that the double game week is going to go ahead. Part of the stress for the, for me has been like, ah, oh, we got a double game week. Oh no, we haven't. Oh, and then just that has been really exhausting. And it's going to be more if the player, if it'll be more if you invest in a load of doubles and the single game week is the ones that do the business. That'll be more the frustration I think around this one. Can everybody like the stream, please? We're apparently one like away from fifty. Fifty? We should be at ten thousand. Well, <laughs> like ten thousand. Um, Saka or Martinelli? This is a, as we'll be answering this with Martinelli because he loves Martinelli. And has done very well from him, to be fair. He does, but I'd go Saka. I think Saka's probably, yeah. Saka's probably more consistent. Martinelli, yeah, maybe has a higher point scene, but I think Saka's more consistent. Have Cavani, what should I do with him? I mean, what, have him for the weekend? I mean, um, I have King and Antonio. Cavani, I mean, Cavani's a, it's just, game time's just turned predictable, right? I, I can't think. I mean, he's yeah, played yeah. him up more up front, uh, up front two a little bit more often. What do you, I mean, obviously, the, the man who's not be named is, is, is not going to be in, in the, selection for the moment but what do you think is Cavani like to get more game time oh what's he got lately so he had eight minutes no minutes 90 minutes like he had a couple of like he's not he's not getting enough minutes I don't think no the, tr- the trouble get is you, but you're also kind of in there already aren't you because there's a double game week coming up and are you really going to sell a, du- a player yeah, ahead of the, a double the, game the, week I guess the difficulties of fixtures you've, you've got you've got Burnley and you've got Southampton Brighton if if you've got somebody else you desperately want to bring in, then obviously get rid. If not, I'd hold him for these three and then dispatch. Yeah, um, that's what and, I would you know, do. He will get some game time. He will get minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he is capable of. You know, he's the sort of player. And against those teams, there. he could score. Foster double game week twenty six captain. No, I love Foster. I love Ben Foster, but no. What are you talking about? Mental. Do you think? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, play him definitely, but you can't. Don't, don't, don't captain don't, him. Don't captain. That, that is cheeky. Um, do you think Robinson's worth a hit in over Jota? Now, this is a thing. I wouldn't hit Jota out to get Robbo. But D- Diaz and Firmino, obviously Diaz is going to have to play some, you'd have thought. Jota's, obviously there's a bit of, very, you know, the players came back from NAFCON, maybe there's going to be a bit of rotation, but presumably Jota's minutes are going to be measured again now. Yeah, so you, don't, you wouldn't take a hit. Um, no. Mario's on a wild card. Is he? I don't know. Who's he, who's he picked? Um, so. What is that, Mares? Mares, um, as we call him. To be way. fair, when Champions League gets going again, we will probably see Pep 
have some Premier League players and some Champions League players. And last time around, Mahrez was definitely one of their Premier League players. So I would just wait and see when the Champions League restarts, where Mahrez is getting his game time. And if it's in the Premier League, then it could be a great differential, but you've got to be sure it's going to be in the Premier League. Right, there's six questions left. I'll get to all these and that's, that's your lot, I think. What about Donny van der Beek? What about him? What's the question? I mean, that's not a question, you clear. Um, Again, he's going to be he's he's going to be a player that's like Dali Ali. He's not had enough minutes. He's not had enough match fitness. I We're just going to have to see how he gets on. In his, I, I don't think you have to move early on him. I think, I think yeah. without a double game week coming up for Everton, you can afford to wait and watch, and then bring him in ahead of a double game yeah. week if we see good. Form. We know double game weeks will come. Have to come up for Everton, right? They've got oh, a yeah, few yeah. games to play, but it's not just yet. So you'll have a chance to see him first. Gray versus Newcastle, Tierney versus Wolves. Personally, I'd go with Gray in that game. I think. Um, yeah, I, I don't would. think I think Tierney you know it could be a low scoring game against Wolves but I, I don't think they're going to I think yeah, more, it could be a nil-nil but I don't know more potential mm. well I don't know actually I, yes it's, that's a tough one because Wolves don't score a lot of goals so could Tierney get could Tierney get a cleanie yeah cleanie yeah potentially could, that's hard that one but I always favour the attacker if in doubt play the attacker Gundo keep or sell I love Gundogan he's probably I, a sell I, I though with, um I went with Silver this this year though uh, mm. under what I described as terrible advice, which then proved to be incredible advice. So thank you for those people that suggested it um, for a while at least. And then it stopped being. I I think there are better options. I think Gundo's brilliant. It, it it depends what else you got on your side, Matthew. But I would, I think he's sellable at the moment. To be honest, there's just there's, there's so many other options out there in midfield. Um, I think so, and they don't double either. So I think I'll be looking to move Gundo into. No more questions, else. please. I'm gonna get through once I start get through. That's it. <laughs> Thoughts on Rashford for well, it is a Q and A stream. I don't know. Th thoughts on Rashford for double game week twenty five. That's less of a Q and A. But thought do you think Rash Rashford? He's just not. He's flat to deceive Rashford, hasn't he? He's not really been the Rashford of of England yeah. or, or, or previous. We've not really seen enough. I mean, it would be a massive differential if he, if he bangs and he could he could massively massively help you rank. But I think for me, if you're going to go with the Manchester United attacker in in twenty five, then you're either going Bruno or you're going Ronaldo and it would yeah. be one or the other. Uh, could DDG be a good captain option for game week, double game in 25? You don't have Bruno? Absolutely, I think. Yeah. De Gea's, he, he, he tends to make a lot of saves uh, these days where United's defence are playing. So even yeah. if he doesn't get a clean sheet, he's, he might get um, uh, save points and bonus. Will mm. any of the two new Spurs sign signing make an impact? Nuclear Adams, work on your grammar there. Will any um, of the two new si Spurs signing? Yeah, I mean, I think they both they both potentially could. Bentecourt is going to be... He's going to be the one that's kind of sitting back defending. I don't think he's going to be an FPL asset. But if if Kulu gets regular game time, then I think he could be a nice option. I, it, we're going to have to wait and see how Conte deploys him, what kind of system we use, and what it means for Lucas Moura as well, because he's probably the most at-risk player there. Okay, we are going to... I'm going to say, we are absolutely going to stop whatever happens on the hour, if not before. Dennis Captain, game of 26, differential maybe. It will definitely be a differential. I think I've been burnt enough with Dennis Captain seeds to not go down that route again. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it'll be a differential, but yeah, I I, I wouldn't leave him to that. Lacazette for double. Do you know? I think Lacazette's a really nice double game week pick. The problem is that Arsenal blank afterwards. So if you're going to invest in three Liverpool, which you are, and you're going to have probably Ramsdale, and then you maybe look at Saka, and then if you want Lacazette as well, that's a lot of players not playing in game week 27. So I think Lacazette could be a really good differential for 26, as long as you then plan to hit the wild card. At, either free hit or wild card out of it in 27. Okay. And Bruno, De Bruyne or Salah for game week 24? What, to bring in? To bring in, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's crazy because you're going to have to... You're going to have to bring in Salah for 25. So if you're thinking that way... Well, yeah, but if you... But I guess Man United well, I guess have the double first. Yeah. So if you don't have a United... If you don't have Ronaldo, bring Bruno in for 24. If you have Ronaldo... Oh, that's tougher because De Bruyne's fixtures are so nice. I don't trust Salah to play. That's the problem. I think Salah you want to buy for 25, not 24. Okay, there's one final question here. Uh, two final questions and that's it. That's definitely it. Uh, um, would you be comfortable playing 10 players in game at 27? I think... Uh, well, considering, yeah. I mean, I think some people will... I mean, that to me looks like free hit, does it not? Does 27 look a free hit week? 27, you can free hit, yeah. But I think if you've only got... Depends I mean, the, rea 
the reality is you're not going to be invested in Chelsea because they've had so many blanks anyway. Yeah. You're unlikely to be invested in Leicester unless you've got Madison. You're unlikely to have stayed invested in Leicester. So you really, it's only your Liverpool players that are the problem and then any that you have from Arsenal. So you can get away with four as long as your Arsenal player is Ramsdale. Anyone over Ramsdale on your three Liverpool attacking players yeah. um, and then you you need to either use free transfers or play a free hit. If you can get 10 players out, you don't need to free hit. No, that's true. I, think, I think 10 is an acceptable level. Um, I think 10 is... If, you, if you're like at eight or nine, you're probably thinking that's free hit territory. I've still got my two yeah. free hits. So the, the, the chips haven't wasted. Um, if you welcome on 25, we'd have to go that Salah. I have three United to have phones. Okay, that's a questionable statement. Um, would it have to go... Oh, if, I, if you welcome on 25, we'd have to go without Salah. I don't think you do. I think if you well, wildcard in 25, so. you can bring Salah back in in, in and I mean, a wildcard in 25. Yeah, you, can, you can get creative lineups that, you know, you can have you can have a lineup with Salah and, you know, Fernandez or, or Ronaldo in. I mean, there are teams that's not impossible to have. It depends how how you want to make up, how, how big into United you want to go, I guess. Um, uh, is, oh, bloody hell. Is Antonio to Edouard a good transfer long term? What is the? Have I missed something? <laughs> Did something happen with Edouard? Has he? Has he just? Has he's he, been in great he, form. He running for the golden boot or anything? He's been in great form and and he looks really good. He passes the eye test definitely. I. He's completely gone under my radar. He's not even slightly on the radar. But I'm. I'm he I came know. in on. He, I've had him a couple of times this season and he's been fantastic. But. There are, there are some slight wobbles and worries around players coming back from injury in AFCON and, and how, much, how much his minutes might be affected. So he's, he, Norwich, he's got Norwich up, I guess. No, yeah, 14 6 2 18. Yeah, that is 2 8, rather. That is that is okay. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm buying it. Antonio's, yeah, Antonio's different. I got rid of Antonio's. He's, he won a while ago. I think you have to wait for him to start getting to form again. Um, okay, we have three minutes till, till one o'clock, three hours. So we'll definitely stop on the hour. Um, I've got one more question here. There's two. DCL sell or keep? This is our big question, right? I think probably I'm selling. Sorry. But I might try and buy back in the future, but I think I'm probably selling because I'll, I'll hang on as long as I can to see. Obviously. Look, you, you, Frank's going to talk again with the FA Cup. Let's see what he says about DCL. If if he's if he's going to be, if there's a chance he plays, you'd want to keep him because the fixtures are nice. If he was likely to start, I'd probably keep him. Yeah. I. I worry that this injury is a bit more niggly than. Um, do you it think, seems do you to think be. they'll sell him? Do you think they'll sell DCL? Frank C definitely doesn't want him sold. Arsenal thought they had him at one point, I think. Um, I wouldn't sell it. I don't. I don't really. I mean, it depends. I mean, I wouldn't story. sell Dominic Calvert-Lewin if, if, if I was he's the Frank. Sort of I mean, you know, to be fair, he's not. He's not done well this season. He's been injured in and out injury. I guess it depends how the injury is really, but. But yeah, you'd have to get a lot of money for him because it's so hard to buy strikers. Apart from what was the guy Burnley bought again? What was the guy? Mm. What's his What's his name? Veghurst. Yeah, yeah you, it's V. You don't pronounce the W. It's v. Veghorst. You are Veghorst. Veghorst. Yeah. Uh, will the new signing help Grace score more goals? We are going to stop in it, Sam. Don't worry. Uh, will the new signings help Grace score more goals? I don't um, know if this is going to help. Possibly. I mean, Dominic Calvert Lewin being up and Adam would give is in taking defenders away is what gives Grace space. I think, but um. It's interesting because now, in a way, you've got Gray, you've got Townsend, you've got um, uh, uh, obviously Richarlison who can play that, that out, out wide, and and you've got God, what's his name now? Comes brilliantly, forgot the young lad. My brain just completely went. Uh, the new lad coming through. We've got we've um, got El Ghazi. We've got so many wide players, and they're all saying, and you're trying to fit in Deli Ali and, and Van de Beek. I slightly worry. I think I think it'd be alright for the short term, but I do worry there's gonna be a bit more rotation um, of people like players like Gray. Um, but yeah, if Bone blanks, the rest of your week is ruined. Will you still take that chance? Oh yeah. So Nuka Adams' question was: This is the early kickoff. This early is the kickoff. early kickoff. Um, I'm not planning to captain in the early kickoff. Is that is that the? Yeah, I'm not planning to captain Bowen. Um, I hate captain in the early kickoff because it ruins my weekend if they blank. Um, I'm not. It actually doesn't bother me so much in midweek games because none of them feel like early kickoffs because the games are in the evening. So it's just a lunchtime kickoff on Saturdays. I hate. Um, I'm planning to captain Ronaldo this week. Right. Uh, I'm going to give Sam one last question. I'm going to take one last question, then we are going to end. Uh, is Rafinha a keep if you're hitting the wildcard this week, Sam? Do you keep Rafinha? Yes, but he is flagged. So just keep an eye on what 
pressers we hear about him. Keep an eye on Neil for some team news about Rafina because uh, we do want to make sure he's fit and okay. And the final question I'm going to take is, do you think Everton will be relegated this season? Oh. Absolutely not a chance. Oh. No way. We've not been down. I have, I have been at Everton. <laughs> I'm slightly older than Sam. I've been, I've been, I've been like, a serious Everton <laughs> fan for slightly, come on, for 37 years. And we have flirted with relegation. We've been in much worse positions than this. I was at uh, Goodison Park. Longer than I've been alive, Chris. The day we had to Wimbledon and have other fixtures go away to stay up. And we were 2-0 down at half-time, pretty much. I was behind the goal when it all happened and the final ball slipped under Hans Sager's uh, gloves. Um, uh, it was, a uh, yeah, I, I, I think we're some way off that now. I think with Benitez, maybe it could have gone that way, but I think... You'll be all I right, think, I, I think Frank will get enough points. Super Frank will save you. If we win two or three games, it's quite tight in that space. You can suddenly be, like, top ten quite quickly. So I, I don't think so. My sound is low, but I'm stopping now anyway. I wasn't, I wasn't even alive. Nor was I nuclear atom. Nor was I. Bloody hell. <laughs> All right, kids, sorry. I must go now. I've got to get my pills and uh, got my doctor's appointment. So <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for asking so many questions. It was a bit slow to begin with. It went mental. And thank you, Sam, um, for um, making me look good and putting up with my probably quite bad sound and, and technical uh, shenanigans. Uh, we'll be back with more videos, of course, um, uh, every day. Something I don't know what the next one is. Probably It's not going to be teen news, obviously, because we've got, um, we've got the, the kickoffs not until Tuesday. But... Uh, There'll be more videos on the channel, so stay tuned. Thank you for, and obviously like and subscribe. And do check out So Rare, which is quite cool. It's free, and see what you think. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.